If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. On this week's episode of Damsels in the DMs. But also, even if you haven't, you haven't gotten to the point you want to be, the only way you're going to or have a chance to is to know and manifest and be as confident as possible that it will happen. Yeah. Even if it seems so far-fetched. Yeah. And like every time I've had that attitude, something, it's ended up working itself out. I love that. I'm going to start doing that. You have to. this message is intended as a reminder that we are not licensed professionals, not psychiatrists or psychologists. If you have a serious problem, please seek professional help. The National Suicide Hotline is 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. There's some damsels in the DM. Yes, queen. <laughs> Tell us what's the vibe. Uh-huh. There's some damsels in the DM. Yeah. Please tell us what's the vibe. DMs, DMs, yeah, we see them, yeah, we read them. DMs, DMs, we don't need them, we just leave them. Please. Yeah. It's going down in the DMs. Bye. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Damsels in the DMs. I'm Lauren. And I'm Osh. And today we had one of my other lifelong friends, Sanjana Nayak. She is, I met her when we were still babies, and she works for Google, which is very impressive as it is. But then she is also an R&B singer songwriter, and she is the most talented human being that I've ever met. I remember when I first met her, well, we'll, we'll get into it, but when I first heard her sing, I literally was like, I, I don't know anyone that can do that. Wow. Like, I, I didn't, no one in my life, I knew, my brother knows how to sing really well, but he's also a guy, and I just didn't know any, like, women who knew how to sing that well that were Indian, or just not even outside of the Indian culture. Like, I had no, no, no one in my life that was a singer. Yeah. Which is really cool. Yeah, and you guys may know her from TikTok or Instagram. She was doing a lot of really cool collabs on there. And um, you may also get to learn about Asha's new profession as a dancing dentist. So yeah, apparently Lauren, Lauren has now typecasted me as a this, dancing dentist. I don't think that was me. I think that was like you two really <laughs> finding that on this episode. So I will be changing my branding and I'm going to go back to dental school. Uh, it's been decided today. Parents will be very happy, I think. We know that we brought you one rebrand. We're going to be bringing you another rebrand, and it's going to be all about Asha's journey to dentistry. Yeah. We're actually doing rebrands all around, but I'm rebranding my skincare brand. It's just a 2023 thing. It's, you know, we're we're rebranding. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into it so you can hear some more about these beautiful rebrands. Let's do it. (laughs) I've known this girl since she was way too far back. I've known her since she was 
19 and 19. I was 23 and now I'm 30. I was full on Gen Zing back then. You were full on a teenager when I met you. I was literally a young adult. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you hadn't even, you couldn't even drink. Like I, I remember. I had your ID. She had my ID. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I had your passport ID. It wasn't yeah. even oh like your license. God. It was you your did. passport ID. Did, I thought about this like a month ago because I just got global did you entry. <laughs> no. <laughs> So I, I swear? Gave- <laughs> yeah, you can swear. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Fuck. Fuck. Yeah, no, sorry. Was that the one that had the hole in it? Like the passport? I had that one too, I'm pretty sure. Uh. Or I had someone's you have my, You have my uh, old driver's license and you have my... Pas- she had my passport Because you ID. needed two forms of ID yes. back then. <laughs> and I gave you... This is how much I loved you. I gave you my well, passport. I'm fucking dead. <laughs> I loved her past tense. <laughs> so much that I Identity theft. Sorry. Like. Yeah, until she, until all of my shit got stolen, my my bank account totally got frozen, <laughs> my credit oh score my is zero. <laughs> no, it's one. Yeah, my house now. It's like, one now. Oh man, is this yeah. like a trap? Like, am I about to get like punked or something? Yeah, yes. we're about to serve you for identity revenge. fraud. This is yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna head out. Your manager's in on it too, by the way. <laughs> oh my god, this is my actual biggest fear. <laughs> okay, so let's get into it. Um, I want you to just tell us a little bit about you, okay. what you currently do, where you're at, just anything you want us to know. Okay, okay. I mean, I feel like you already know a lot of this, but in, in general, I... I don't. You don't. Yeah, they, don't. they don't. They don't. You don't. don't. <laughs> all right, all right. My name is Sanj. In, lay, in layman's terms, my name is Sanj. Okay, well, they know your name. <laughs> That's the bare minimum That's that they know, <laughs> but... So I'm... In, in the day, I work full time in advertising strategy at Google, which and is amazing. Congratulations! Thank you. Thank you. It's you had humble beginnings. Definitely, I actually worked in this building. What? In wait, it was this building? That was my first job out of college. <gasps> I worked in this building. Wow! As I what? was in, I was in tech recruiting. Wow! I was driving all around LA trying to secure meetings with big executives of like entertainment companies and trying to help them fill roles at their companies and have them oh. sign on with our staffing firm. It was. I will say now it was an awful job. <laughs> oh, this I, really I don't care if you see for this. You. It was awful. <laughs> no, she was saying on text. She was like, "That's really full circle." Yeah. It was. Oh, it's absolutely full circle. Because even now you're getting dropped off here today, I was like, so nostalgic. It was. Yeah. It was a good feeling. I was like, "Damn!" Now I'm coming here to see like one of my longtime friends record a dope ass podcast, talk about like how we've grown. I love it with your manager. With it's my amazing. manager, yeah. and she's also a best friend from like high school too. Oh so. my god! Wow. Amazing. Yeah. <gasps> Always cool. have good people around you. Yeah. yeah. Always and also, people. like, I love that because you just, you have that trust. You have that bond with someone and she's got your back a thousand Absolutely. percent. And yeah. you've got hers as well, which yep. is so cool. Yep. Okay, so. So, full-time in creative strategy at Google in the day. And then my second job is being an R&B artist. Um, and I think that, in general, music has always been a core part of my life. I learned how to sing at the ripe age of four. And then going into, just, like, my life in general has been shaped by music. Whether it was, like, like music and films or music like with the stuff my family introduced me to the taste they had it was always such an integral part of my life and now it's become a core part of my life and like how I express myself and how I identify as a person um, so just I the, the main thing now is that I'm working on releasing my debut album which Amazing. will be releasing in a month which is very exciting and I've never released do we have a, a name we actually do should I drop <gasps> it do I have permission 
Yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, I, I saw a head going this way. Like, <laughs> so the name of the album is going to be Nightingale. Okay. And oh. the, the significance behind that is my mom used to call me Nightingale. She still does. It's been my name since I was like a little kid. And a nightingale is a bird that sings, but not just sings. This, the, the voice of a nightingale is very emotional. It elicits this like almost pain and it makes you kind of croon for, for a feeling of like emotion. And so I think the nightingale really exemplifies what this album will make you feel, but also kind of how I express myself as an artist. Mm -hmm. I have this weird ass goofy personality in real life, but then like when I get into my art, She's I'm, a total weirdo. I'm She's the most weirdo. weird person <laughs> I've ever met. And I think that's why we bonded. Cause we're like, yes. we're just two weirdos, like living life. Just living life. And like people who like see me like this and then listen to my music, they're like, are you good? <laughs> are you okay? Like, do you need therapy? And I'm like, I'm working on it soon. Are you on medication? Are you exactly? We all need therapy, so. But that's the beauty of it, yeah. right? The yeah. duality. You get to live your life, and then you also get this art forum where you can express all the other parts of you that you can't really express in person because no one would yeah. like you. Yeah. So, so have you always sang? Like, were you singing as a kid? Yes, I was okay. singing as a kid. So I was trained in Carnotic Indian vocal training, wow. which is a very like specific, like cutthroat, like it's a it's a hard sort of training. The strictest of teachers, they are like. Scarier than my immigrant parents, honestly, yeah. um, to be in all transparency. And so I was trained in that from four years old to senior year of high school. Okay. And it was kind of the root, the base, like the skeleton of like my, just like my music, musicality. And then I also played instruments growing up. I played the violin and piano. I was in orchestras. Like that was my extracurricular. I was the dorky music kid. Still through parties though. <laughs> and I, I think that shaped kind of like my taste in music, the sound I've evolved into now. Um, but it was just a starting point getting into like, you know, the performance aspect of it. I remember seeing you showed me one of your old videos from when she was like <laughs> 12 or maybe younger of her singing in the bathroom. Is, am I remembering <laughs> this about you, Frank yes! Ocean? I yes! love that song. Oh, that is an amazing song. Do you know Frank Ocean's headline in Coachella this yes, year? Yes, I saw that. Are you and going? I Oh, yeah. I will be going for Frank Ocean. <gasps> okay. I will be going. I, and I, I already bought my pre-sale A lot of other amazing. amazing. Kelly Uchis is that day. Jay Wolf is that, that day. Sajib is a really good friend of mine, and he's super awesome. talented. So, like, I want to go that day just to see all my favorite artists, support, and, yeah. like, Okay, here. I was just going for Frank Ocean, but maybe you could make me a little list. I love like, yeah. 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 like, all these things. Yeah. 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 Fleshed out. Get your meal at this time. Yeah, like, that would be great, actually. Thank I got you, you so much. I got you. Okay, great. You're handled. Even back then, like, that video of you was so good. I feel like... I, as soon opinion. as the, the day she opened her mouth to sing in front of me, I was just like, oh my God, how do you do that? I was like, can you do that again? <laughs> You're like a kid at a museum. She like, would hum, Mommy. like the random, like something so random. Like it's not even a song. And I'd be like, so good. Also, Asha's worst nightmare is to be asked to sing in front Dude. of people. Dude. So I can think we today is right the now? day. No. We have a duet. <laughs> I feel like we have sung together. Maybe um, drunkenly. Okay, but drunkenly for sure. But okay, so I, for this acting school that I did in Paris for a week, it was a workshop while I was there. They asked me to for the first day to prepare an acapella song. Shut <laughs> up. And a this monologue. Monologue so was great. Had that down. I was so excited for that. But then the acapella song, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to throw up. <laughs> and I emailed them. No and I was instrumental. Like, no Just instrument. your voice. Yes. Stripped. And I'm not good at singing. Fun brother, fact. When I had to audition for the British American Dramatic Academy, I sang Buy You a Drink a cappella for my audition. <laughs> okay, I actually, like, truly have to see that. That is <laughs> iconic. Like, that is really cool. Uh, complete with the ooze, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. That is... But you know it's not ooze and then? No way, really? Yes. Did you uh, know that? Wait, what? You know what? I'm not going to sing it. But you wait, know when he goes, I'll buy you a drink, and then he goes, we got to trick Ashby into singing it somehow. Yes. Yeah. 
what's what, if, yeah, how I'm gonna figure go? out how to make this happen okay give me some time and <clears throat> you'll be doing it al- like whoa what just happened <laughs> put some alcohol in me no I had to I sir? chose <laughs> sorry can we get some I chose three dog nights three dogs night joy to the world it starts off Are as you Jeremiah good? was a bullfrog <laughs> Okay, you're just trying to embarrass yourself. I'm sorry. I have no sympathy for you. <laughs> that was the only one that I could sing without going, and like croaking. Because <laughs> so, I At tried. Least you were getting into character. Listen, yes. I'm a frog. You're sounding like a frog. Yeah, exactly. And she got that's it. Beautiful. So. I got accepted, you know, yeah. so that's great. They appreciated your art form. And But I emailed them. I was like, I am not a professional singer. Not <laughs> they were like, we know. <laughs> I was like, you're an actor singer. But I've also heard a lot that if you, like, really practice and you do vocal warm-ups, like, you can be... Decent. This is the inevitable truth. Anyone can sing. That's okay. What people say, right? Yeah. It's it's just the training behind yeah. it. Yeah. You, you just have to like try. Great. Some people are just tone deaf. I'm sorry. There are just some people that it's like, they're it's never gonna happen. So I, someone did tell me I'm not tone deaf. So exactly. That's, because you know what? I didn't tell you this, but I did take the singing class. Why didn't you a couple tell years me? ago. I see you've been practicing piano too. I want to hear some La La Land Why shit. Why did she oh, say it's oh, so no. villainous looking too? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't tell Don't you this. tell anyone. I'm I didn't tell you this. I, I took a you. voice. <laughs> I took a voice lesson and she taught me how to sing and I was like, dude, I'm the worst. She was like, you're not tone deaf, so that's good. And I was yeah. like, okay, great. Honestly, like, if you're not tone deaf, you can learn to sing. It just takes it takes conviction. Like, if you're starting later, it takes like it's like learning a new instrument. I'm trying to learn guitar right now. I'm fucking awful, but it, if you practice every day for an hour. You'll get, you'll be better than you were. Right. You started. That's still something. Okay, so now you're working at Google. Yes. But now you're about to come out with a debut album. Yes. Please walk us through how this happens. How how the album's created or how I balance the how two? You balance the how two. you balance the two, but also just like how you went from pursuing like a professional job to yeah. then deciding like, okay, this is not what I want my life to look like. I'm yeah. also going to full-time pursue my music career. Yeah. I think understanding and knowing that music was always going to be like, it, I was always going to come back to music. Started in college, actually. When yeah. I went through some, I went through some hardships, and I, <laughs> I'm looking. We at were you there for at, some of those hardships. Ashby was there, and Cushy was there for some of <laughs> some of those. My manager Shut was up. there for some of uh, the hardships, and I think that really provoked this. Like, I come off as a very just like goofy, like kind of relaxed, I guess, person. A little chaotic, but like not that emotional. I'm very emotional, and music was my outlet for, for expressing that emotion. And in that moment, I dropped like a mixtape with like four or five songs. They were wow. ass. they were ass. Oh wait, you know Unlucky. what? I listened to that one, and I sent it to my ex boyfriend. I was like, "You have to hear this. This is so good." And he was like, "Why are you obsessed with her?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, am I coming off too strong?" <laughs> wait, where did you go to college? I went to Indiana University Bloomington. Oh, okay. So that's how I knew Ashby because she went to Purdue. So we were like, oh. it's like two hours it's apart like then. rival colleges, but yeah. like not really. The only reason really I went to Purdue is because my ex boyfriend was there but then I found Same. I met Ashby and then I was like fuck the boyfriend right. I just want to be with her exactly yeah. we found each other through our boyfriends we and did. that was so great and okay. that's how my music journey started too literally through yeah. the experiences we shared together honestly. I have another clarifying question I need to know what yes. is your astrological sign I'm a Sagittarius okay fire thank sign. you I feel yes. clarified what are now. you I'm a cancer Can- okay because when you were saying with all air? of these emotions I was like damn she sounds like she's gonna be a cancer because mm. I feel like this is also very similar to my personality see I'm not like a sad emotional person <laughs> I get angry and like, oh. I get angry and like unhinged. Okay, so I me. like to express that in my music. I'm an Aries moon. <gasps> this I'm, is all adding up. I'm I also, sad. I'm not very angry. Yeah, see, yeah. You're, you're a very sweet, motherly. Like, yeah. I'm sad because I feel so much and I care so much. I'm fucking pissed. And I don't. I'm angry at the world. I will actually like ruin. I no. I, we won't get into it. But I have a lot of fire. I did a Vedic astrology reading recently. Okay. Um, and I actually realized I like they said I have an Aries rising as well. So I have a triple fire in Vedic astrology because oh my, my rising right now is Taurus. So I have some earth and fire. 
I was a triple fire in that reading, and that frightened me. <laughs> You're like, I'm scared of I'm, myself. I'm scared of myself. I've toned down a little bit, but there, yeah, there's a lot of fire, and I feel like that helped me kind of, like, music was my outlet for that fire, because I, like, I needed some way to have an outlet and, like, speak about all these experiences and, like, things that were happening to me, and from there, I just kind of, I, I fell in love with the process of making music. I fell in love with the lyricism and, like, putting my own style and experiences into one song or, like, a project, and so, after college, I graduated, and obviously, hmm. somehow, and I moved to LA, and that's where I dropped well, my- Well, Anand didn't graduate, so it's not <laughs> obvious. I was thinking the exact same I'm thing. Finally, like, I finally have something <laughs> on my Indian yes. counterparts. Not all Indian people graduate, graduate college, college. And they're still successful and are on streaming yes. networks and yes. just comedians and doing cool things. I love it. That is the world we live in now, and that exactly. makes me so happy. But yeah, so graduate college, moved to LA, dropped my first EP, had a couple like songs that did pretty well. I had a song in particular, Cloud Mind, that was like my first kind of take on fusion music, right? It's in my head right now. I'm a cloud mind. <laughs> no, but it was like I incorporated some like Carnotic Indian tones wow, into cool. like my normal R&B sound, and people really resonated with it. So from there, I was just like, this is the sound I want to continue doing while spreading the message that I've always been spreading through my life experiences to help people get through whatever they're going through in life. And so from there, I just kept releasing stuff and. That led to like this project I'm working on now. I just been performing a ton in New York City, and I got connected to an amazing producer in LA through one of my friends of a friend of, of Sajib actually. Amazing. And we got like we got connected, and I flew to LA, and we just started like shooting the shit and making music. And we literally wrote three songs in one, in like two days. I love and they that. were all so like I won't even you know I won't say they're good unless I really believe yeah. they're good. Mm -hmm. They are the best thing like the best work I've ever created because it wow. was just like from scratch. We built these things with my voice and with like we sampled my voice. We brought in every instrument we wanted. I created the chord progressions. It was like a beautiful process. And so that was like the inception or Eureka moment where I was like, this needs to be my debut album. And so I flew back out here. That's why I'm here, actually, Yay! also to speak with you guys, but to finish the last couple songs for the album. And that was the inception, I guess. It was a very spur-of-the-moment, spontaneous thing, which is kind of the theme of my whole life. There's wow. never been one deciding moment that I've known what is going to happen in my life. Yeah. It's just all, like, I mean, it happened. all led up to this moment, yes. too, right? Like, you have been preparing for this since you were four. Yep. Well, your mom has been my preparing mom, for this. My mom's been hustling. <laughs> <laughs> Get your singing vocal training done now. Hey, isn't she a, a singer or a My dad coach? is a singer. But your mom, I, I feel like I my have My mom is not musical at all. <laughs> okay. um, but you know what? She's a great supporter. She'll listen to anything I put out. That. She liked that. my first mixtape in college, so she's... I liked it, too. It's, sometimes it's good to be tone deaf. Yes. Love you, but... <laughs> they must be really proud of you, like, working at Google, also pursuing your passion. Like, that's a lot to have it on your plate. It is the Indian dream. You're doing sure. it right. My gosh, you really are doing it right. This is the way that works for me, right? Yeah. Like, because I've always had that business kind of entrepreneurial spirit. I went to business school, and, like, I've always loved being a part of a, a community and, like, an organization where I can work on my professional skills. And it's just, like, reps for my brain. I'm yeah. getting sharper every day working at Google. I'm around intelligent people that are inspiring me to be great in my artwork and also be great as just a person and professionally. Yeah. So it's a great full-time job to have. And, like, they are super supportive. They've invited me to, like, three or four events already to perform in front what? of hundreds of people <gasps> in New York. That's I performed amazing. at Diwali, New York City. There were, like, thousands of people there. It was the wow, scariest moment that's of my insane. life. It was actually so scary. I've never performed with that many people ever. So they're extremely supportive. And I, they're like family. Honestly, Google yeah. is like family. And that's incredible that they're so supportive. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that because all my jobs before that were like, we kind of compartmentalized as work. And then like I did yeah. my own thing, you know? And so, yeah, that that's really how I do balance it. I 
I use the advantage of what this job gives me and I make the most of it and then I use whatever hours remaining to grind and like wow. work on the second job. And how, sorry, how do you avoid getting burnt? I know burnout is kind of dependent on the person and also how much you love your craft. But still, no matter how much you love your craft, you're a human being. So you can't, even if you have triple fire energy, you can (laughs) still get burnt out. Baby, I burn out all the time. What do you do when you burn out? I don't do anything you guys would want to hear. Like, I am, like, the most self-destructive person. When I burn out, I'm, like, in bed. Like, literally in bed, napping all day, every day. I don't get anything done. It's not even that I'm, like, not productive in music. My whole life is unproductive It's everything's on pause. And it's just, like, that's the reality. It's the harsh reality of being in an industry where there are a lot of waves and ups and downs. I was talking to a friend who's an actor yesterday. It's, like, you face a lot of rejection. You face a lot of periods of life where things are stagnant, and you're, like, okay, like, I've lost it. You know, like, I did a cool thing a couple months ago, and now it's done. You know, and like, especially now it's like social media and short form content. It's so easy to feel burnt out when you like have a period of virality and then you're like, what now? You know, yeah. where, where do I go from here? So when I'm burnt out, I, I shut down, but I've really been trying to work on like bouncing back and getting into routine and giving myself grace and being like, this is rest. And rest always influences what I do after. Yeah. And when I'm well rested, I create great art. So it's okay to take that time. For people who are just listening to this, I want to just note that she did this really cute thing when she was talking about how she stays in bed and she like covered herself, <laughs> like she cuddled herself with <laughs> a blanket, which just shows you that she's a bundler. I, and I respect a bundler. I am a bundler. I'm a homebody. <laughs> I respect my bed. Me and my bed have a special This is me. This is me. Yes. I recently uh, realized that I'm a lot like Winston Churchill because I don't know if you realize <laughs> that Winston Churchill Specific. gave orders from bed and I feel like that is me to my boyfriend. Yeah. She does do that. Yeah. I, I, I was that is me to Uber Eats. Yeah. <laughs> we have the same relationship. No, 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 no. <laughs> Come here now. Leave at door. Knock on door when here. Buzz up. Like, why don't you know my, don't you have yeah. keys to my apartment? Like, why can't you follow instructions? Like God. Uber Eats never follows fucking instructions. I have to go down that elevator and pick up that food. And you have to leave the bundle. Leave the bundle. It's like that's unbelievable. That's a ten percent tip instead of fifteen. Winston would never accept that. No, ever, ever. Maybe one day. One day I can just you know. Maybe robots will be serving us in the future, and I want to. Maybe there'll be drones that come. You just drop it off at the window. window. That would be sick. That would actually be like. Or even a carrier pigeon. Oh, that too. An owl. Hogwarts up in this bitch. I I love that. I would never leave bed if that was the case, though. Like, yeah, I would be burnt out dangerous. forever. Yeah. I, like, I'm so burnt out. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm, I'm so, so burnt, burnt out. out. Carrier pigeon, bring me my <laughs> <you know? laughs> So did you move to New York for Google or for singing? On it, again, my life has just been a series of random, random ass events. I was in L.A. for two years, and I loved it here. But most of my experience here was during the pandemic. So it wasn't okay. like, it wasn't the same, right? Yeah, yeah. And so I, my lease was ending in May. My brother's wedding was in July. So I was like, I'm going to take some time off, put my stuff in storage, go travel a bit, go home for a bit, do the wedding, you know, be a good sister. Yeah. And then I'm going to move back to L.A. And I was still in this job, like the, the job before Google. Um, so I go, I go to New York, actually. I sublet for a month just to test it out fall in absolute love. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing in LA? Like, this is my yeah, town. Gotham City is where it's at. Like, I'm sorry. And so I loved it. Went to Chicago, whatever. I actually found an apartment, like, in LA in August. I was going to move back. And my, like, best friend from LA was like, yo, I'm not moving back to LA. Because she also traveled with me over the summer. She's like, I'm moving to New York. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I'm deep. I'm like, wow. I'm leaving. And I was like, I'm going with you. Yeah, I can't, I can't do this wow. without you. Like, I need you. You're my Sagittarius counterpart. Um, Blair, I love you. But like, she kind of pushed me because I already wanted to. I had this like inclination to be there and test it out for a year. So 
I signed a year-long lease, started the first half of the year in the job in I got. In what part of the city? I was in Hudson Yards okay. for the first yeah, year. Yeah, like Chelsea, right? I was visiting, yes. I was in New York that August when you moved, I yes. remember, and you yeah. were in Chelsea or Hudson Yards very around close, that area. Kind of, you were around that area. Yeah, I, think, right? I was at the Selena. Selena, yes, yes. in Chelsea, yeah. very close. So yeah, I had the, the job before for the first half of the year, and then like a recruiter just reached out to me on LinkedIn about this job at Google, and I thought it was a scam, honestly. I was like, okay, whatever. I did a phone screening five months later, I was in Paris actually at the time, and I had done my last round interview. They, I got a call. It took five months to do this whole interview process? Five months. I started yeah. interviewing December of 2021. Wow. I got the job in March. Like, I started in April. And so I got the call when I was in Paris, and I was just, and also when they called me, they were like, you have the job, but we don't have a start date for you yet. And I'm like, that is blue balling to the max. <laughs> yeah. I cannot. Like, that's, that is really upsetting. Eventually I got a start date in April and I just, it just happened. Like it was so random. And like, I think after the second interview, I was like, I'm really liking this flow. I really like this position. Actually, I think this could work well for me. And I think they felt that energy in return. And it just kind of, it just like, I knew, I somehow knew that I was going to get the job in like mm -hmm. the least cockiest way po possible. It was more just like, I was vibing with everyone I was speaking to. I had all the experience needed to do the role. And so I was like, I think this is it. Wow. And it just happened. And then, like, I moved, la like, a couple months ago to Soho, and now my, my life is oh, just, so like, jealous. developed into this, like, new, yeah, just Amazing. new chapter. Yeah. That is literally mm. the dream. It, yeah. You're living the dream, too. Oh, thank mm. you. Miss, okay. Mrs. Worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> so nice. Mrs. Londoner, <laughs> Mrs. Worldwide, like, living my She dreams. was born in New Jersey. Never forget. Oh, yeah, I know that. You know that. <laughs> I know that. I had to memorize your New Jersey address at one point. Oh, yeah, yeah you did. I don't remember it. Was it, like, Rolling Ridge? I have no idea. I think it was Rolling Ridge. Wow. Rolling Ridge Drive. Interesting. Sorry, I don't want to out your address. <laughs> I don't know. even know because yeah. I literally was born there and then we peaced out. We were living in Botswana at the time. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, still now, but I was just born there for the Rolling book. Ridge Drive. Bless up. Represent. Bless up. Represent. I don't even know if she's right, you guys. I, I don't even think I... I'm was right. It Edison, New Jersey? There's going to be listeners I don't know if it was Edison. outside. It might have been Edison. And Rolling Ridge, New Jersey. Listen, <laughs> I, I had to memorize like, that. You. <laughs> so many things I had to, like, I had to memorize that shit for some high stakes <laughs> bar entries. Yeah, I too. was like wearing my hair the way you, the middle part and like, you know, like the glam yet like really subtle, like glowy oh. makeup. Like I was wearing the blazer you're wearing right now. Oh, like, wow. You were, were you wearing these shoes? <laughs> I was, yeah. <laughs> was, I, you're copying me right now, actually. <laughs> Damn. Like, like you are copying the version of me copying you. <laughs> This is all Inception. <laughs> okay, I want to go back to TikTok. Yes. So you are, well, not go back because we didn't even talk about it, but yeah, you blew up on TikTok. Yeah. Like you literally blew up. I remember seeing your content. You would post videos of you singing, but then you started doing, uh, this is where, um, this is where Selena happened. Gomez mm -hmm. uh, meets Bollywood. You would do those types this of videos. This is what happens. <laughs> yeah, she does this like ASMR type of voice when she says it. <laughs> I can't do it without it now. Yeah, no, and I love it. It's like, and everyone's listening out for that. This mm -hmm. is when mm -hmm. da 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 meets Bollywood. Yeah, yeah, and it's so good. But you started that. When did you start TikTok, and when did you blow up, and how did that change your singing career? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I started TikTok November of 2021. It was when I had just moved to New York, which is why I have such an affinity for New York because it brought out this energy in me that I did not have in LA. Yeah. And like, you know me in LA, I was just a different person. And so, actually you didn't know me that well, no. much in LA. Yeah. yeah, you were not in LA. 
and, or maybe you were. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. My memory's foggy. Um, we had a pause in our relationship. We did have a pause in our relationship <laughs> for many years, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen you in like five years. <laughs> Literally five years. This podcast has really taken a turn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is becoming a therapy session right now. <laughs> yeah. <Like> so <laughs> after this, I'm going to see you every single day, talk to you every single day, and it's going to be. <laughs> okay, we're, we're back. <laughs> so I started in November 2021. This, okay, the way, like, the first TikTok I made with that whole yes. nuance that you said, it was so random. I actually was just doing a cover for Sad Girls on Money because I love the song. And there was just a pause where I was like, do I do a full cover? Do I do 30 seconds? And then I was just thinking of Gia Jale for some reason. And I was like, Gia Jale. Like, I was like, this would fit so well. And so I just laid down the, I just did it. It was so low stakes. I was like, I'm just going to record it and see how it sounds. And I just filmed the video. When you see me saying this is what happens, it's in real time. I'm literally like, this is like what happens when you like combine an army song with Bollywood. It was truly just me like thinking out loud. And that's what created the, the phrase wow. that was in every single video for the next 10 months, once a week. Wow. And so that video blew up. It was like the first video of that series and it got like 2 million views. I ended up doing like a cover, a full version that got like almost a million streams on Spotify oh, actually. Wow. Don't copyright me please. Um, but like it really did super well and it was, once I had the success of one, I had so much motivation and inspiration to keep going because I had so many like songs like in, from Bollywood that I knew that I wanted to mash up with like The Weeknd, Ariana Grande, like Khalid, like Selena Gomez, like I just so many ideas. Yeah. And so I kept going and I think I started at like, I was at like 4K on TikTok when I started this or like 5K and now I'm at like 100 and like 5K. Amazing. Wow. And like I actually stopped doing them as much just because now I'm focusing on original stuff, but I've built this listener base that is so loyal to my sound and they're really intrigued and the beautiful part is that it's not just south asian people it's everyone it's people of all colors backgrounds ethnicities like everything and they're they're intrigued with the sound itself and like it's beautiful it's it's really beautiful because i've never seen people appreciate our culture like this yeah before, you know and so that's why i was so inspired to create an album that embodies all of that but also it's it, it represents the western side of me that i am so fond of but also the roots that i have so deeply with my parents home country um and I think also the beautiful part about TikTok is you get real-time feedback from, like, your followers. Literally, like, years ago, the feedback you'd have is you release an album, and then you'd see in the press how people reacted to it. Now, you literally can just, I can go on my TikTok and go to a viral video and look at hundreds of comments of people and see, like, oh, I liked this part, or I really liked this sound, or, like, I didn't like that. Like, oh, can you do this differently next time? And I'm like, it's helping me grow my artistry in a way I've never done before. So... TikTok has always felt low stakes to me and obviously more recently it's grown and it's like grown me on Instagram and just like my listener base in general, but I really am fond of it. It's a, it's a nostalgic feeling for me and like mm. it's always going to be a part of the journey that I think of and think back on fondly, but it doesn't define me as an artist, which is something I'm very, you know, passionate about. Like it's, yeah. it's just one piece of it. Right. So did that lead you to, I mean, your Instagram following has grown significantly too. Was yeah. it uh, from TikTok that we're moving now to your Instagram or was it from these shows that you were doing? I think it was a combination of everything. So I was like posting all my TikToks on Reels and mm -hmm. Reels was definitely popping off too. But I was also getting really engaged in the community. I was going to events. I was meeting and collaborating with other creators, musicians, people in the scene that were doing really cool things. And yeah. like we were just kind of growing together. And then also I did like, a mini tour in New York City where I performed at like eight or nine venues yeah. and I was just meeting new people getting my sound out there genuine connections like it was a beautiful experience and I think all of that really got me a following that's loyal and just like here for the music and here for the sound and like invest in that way which is beautiful because I would rather have that or no followers you know like yeah. Yeah. that's the only way I'd want a following 
Of all of the collaborations that you did mixing Bollywood with like contemporary pop artists, which yeah. is your favorite? That's an amazing question. I think there's two. So there's one where I mix Jealous Girl, which is an unreleased song of Lana Del Rey. It was like popping on TikTok at a point. It's like, um, it was like, baby, I'm a gangster too. Yes. And it's, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mixed that with Silsila Yechahatka, oh, which is like, from Devdas, which is a so classic. So good. And that one did really well. And it, I'm actually sampling Silsila in like a song in the debut album. I just love that song. I love the meaning of it. I love the aesthetics of like the, the video. Like Ashwari Rai, she's a bombshell. Like it's just a classic bread and butter Bollywood song. So I really like that one. I also I can't did. Wait for that. I'm yeah. really excited. Have we talked about when it uh, comes out? February 27th is the tentative release date. Okay. Hopefully it'll Depending stay out. Like, it's really it t- tough with distribution and stuff. It might take more time, but we're on track for February 27th. Cool. I think the second one is a weekend, ca- like, mash. I did so many weekend ones, but the weekend with Thal. So I did um, I remember that The one. Hills with Thal Se Thal, which is another Aishwarya Rai, like, classic, like, yeah. bread and butter Bollywood wow. song. And it's just, it was, like, a fan favorite for the South, I- South Asian people, but it was also, like, these are such sultry, like, really interesting sounding songs with elements they've never heard of, and it was intriguing for people that weren't South Asian. And I think that's what I loved the most about it. It's very synonymous to the sound I'm trying to create now with my music. Mm, That's awesome. Yeah, I I love it. I actually met, um, I was at a wedding in Mexico uh, December, and um, for Indian weddings, you have this event called Sangeet, and they do, it's like a music night, and we did a dance, because you always, like, do a dance for your I people. But then, <laughs> <laughs> but there was a guy, one of the cousins of the groom, such a talented singer, yeah. so talented, and he did the same thing as you with the Bollywood and the, yep. and the, and the, the Bollywood, Western. Hollywood. Yeah, yep. and his voice was so good. I literally went up to him. I was like, and he lives in New York. He's single. He's 23. Oh, okay. No, but he like he, he said, he was like, yeah, but I like him older. He, he likes them older specifically. Yes. Oh, my God. He's very handsome. My gosh, mm. he is so handsome. Uh, way too young for me, but so talented. And I told him about you. I was like, you need to collab with Sanj because both of you have such, like, kind of similar voice. Yes. Whatever it is. Yes. You know? So and collaborating qualities. with a male voice yes. is take, it's just such a ethereal And he's, he's heard of you. Oh. Yeah, because I was like, she does the TikToks with the, this is where Bo- yeah, 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 yeah. Bollywood. And he was like, wait, I know that. Yeah. And he was like, That's, I'll reach out to her. People know that phrase. I way that Brian is learning one of these dances for a wedding that he has in June. My so boyfriend. So her boyfriend yeah. has a bunch of Indian friends because he grew up in the Bay Area. Yeah. That is incredible. <laughs> I have to say, I'm, I've seen you dance. I need to see that. Yeah. I need yes. to see that. I need to see Mosh that too. Mosh is going to be correcting him over FaceTime, most likely. <laughs> no, we kind of share him as a we, boyfriend. He's my boyfriend, too. Yeah. Thruple. He calls me yeah. number one and her number two. Yeah. Wow. I know. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's okay. We've, we've been together later. for seven years. Like, she's so, you know, for seven years. Yeah. It's like time to, you know, like. change things up. Yeah. Actually, at USC. Oh, my. Fight on. <laughs> I, I insisted on having us here today. Yeah. <laughs> please don't. Ew. Please don't plug. I'm Purdue not a on Purdue person. I'm a Wisconsin person. Yes, Wisconsin. Yeah, Wisconsin, Botswana, London, New Jersey forever. Come on, girl. <laughs> I know all your places of residence. So r- r- Rocket r- Rolling Ridge, New Jersey. <laughs> Rolling Ridge, New Jersey. Just show up there. <laughs> I'll be there for a meet. You and have greet. so many like hidden request DMs. Like yeah. I am at Rolling Ridge <laughs> Lane right now. In New Jersey, I am I'll, in New Jersey. Oh, she goes on like a rich <laughs> mom walk in New Jersey. <laughs> In Rolling Ridge, all of the Rolling Ridges in New Jersey, if there even is one. I think you made it up. I'm going to fact check you on that. Fact check me. Alind had no idea that I was born in New Jersey, and she brought it up, and I was like, I've been bringing it up so many times. It is is the most exotic part about me, and that is what stops people in their tracks. I mean, 
it, I think it's kind of cool because you have this exotic, like such a, like rich background of places you're from, and then you're like, I was born in New Jersey, though. Like, I think it keeps her grounded. It does. It does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get more grounded than African. <laughs> and before this, not everyone had to know, but like now they do. The only reason I knew is because I use it for legal activity. You just knew everything. Yeah. Yeah. And if you, you don't know, now you know. <laughs> you don't know. Well, now you know. And speaking of things that I'd like to know. Yes. Okay. So do Great you have like oh, very good? I'm, I'm very impressed. <laughs> do you have like a morning routine or healthy habits that you feel like you need to stick by, even if it's like you know, your time to bundle. We want to yeah. hear about it. What do you think allows you to be you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a huge, like, call it basic. I'm a huge self-care person. I love that. Yeah, like, I think I've gotten in my self-care bag being in New York and living alone for the first time since, like, I was, since literally Congratulations. Forever. Thank you. <laughs> it's been amazing. I get into my skincare bag. I like to take baths. I like long, love hot showers. I try to, I try to hit the gym. Like, it's, I pay for it, but I, <laughs> it's hard. I'm still a bundler, as you said. <laughs> I think those, like, daily routine habits ground me but I'm also a big notes taker mm -hmm. I, I guess journaling is a thing but it's on my notes app so it's very non-glamorous like how you see those bullet journals on TikTok no it's like weird titles of like you hurt me or like do this today or like <laughs> things I've me. thought about like just really things. <laughs> you hurt me yeah I like to express I like to put a lot of the thoughts that I have on paper and see them tangibly and I think that's a way that it's it's also a process of songwriting but mm -hmm. it also just lets me release I like that. I think yeah. I try to instill that in my life every day in some way shape or form um, and I like to reflect on things that like maybe in the moment I was like, oh, that sucked today and, and be like, why did it suck? How can mm. we make, how can we turn this, this narrative around? It sucked, but it, I got to do this instead. Or like yeah. I got to be home instead. Or like, you know, like I try to flip the script and stay as po like positive and optimistic as possible because the world has a lot of negativity oh. to offer. Yeah. So and I protect such, my energy. It's such a self-motivating, we talk about this all the time, like and we're both actors. It's such a self-motivating career yep. for you as well. Like, you're the only one yep. pushing yourself to get yep. better and better. There's no bonuses or promotions or... Absolutely. I think the mantra I've been living by is like, fake it till you fucking make it. Yeah. <laughs> like truly, truly. Like mm -hmm. even if you come off, my brother was telling me this and he is not the type to like give me advice that he doesn't mean. He's a very, con he has conviction when he says something. And yeah. he never talks to me. So when he does, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, talk to me <laughs> now. <laughs> Please tell me words. He was like, you're at the point where you just need to be overconfident. You know yeah. what I mean? You just have to wake up and be over fucking confident because like, obviously I've worked to the point where I, I feel like I owe it to myself to give myself some credit, but also even if you haven't, you haven't gone to the point you wanna be, the only way you're going to or have a chance to is to know and manifest and be as confident as possible that it will happen. Yeah. Even if it seems so far-fetched. Yeah. And like every time I've had that attitude, something, it, it's ended up working itself out. I love that. I'm so going to start doing that. You have to. I literally sometimes, because I've been having a lot of imposter syndrome lately. I don't know. Have you ever had imposter syndrome? Every day. I said okay. fake it. Like, I don't, <laughs> even, I don't actually believe <laughs> You don't mean it. <laughs> I am, I, yeah, every day. Yeah, so I've been really struggling with that until I went to Paris, and also Paris oh was in New York. For you, me. She went to Paris. you in Paris was I was living. You were Paris living for me. I was replying your DMs <laughs> every day like I was like a thirsty like, what boy. Are you doing? What are you eating? Like, <laughs> where is that? Um, Come here, don't go back to America. I'm trying to make her have this New York phase, like the way she feels about Paris. She came to film in my film. We haven't even talked about this yet. Yeah. This past weekend in New York, and I like made her a yogurt parfait the second she walked in. I like oh had lit candles nice before, and I was trying to be like, see how nice this place is that you could live. I'm gonna hit you up. After this, we're friends now. Yeah, so now we're gonna be friends. Yeah. in Tribeca, so you guys are very oh close. Yeah, we're really close. 
All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Damsels in the DMs. As always, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to your podcast. That always helps us to create more content for you all. Yeah. And we are still listening to your voice memos, and we are checking the anonymous type forms. I don't even know what to call them, but that, I created a new name for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And we want to know what you think of the podcast, of the rebrand, if you like it, you don't anything you want us to change or just some words of praise because we like that too. Please continue to send us the DMs for the guests. Those are super helpful when we ask them our DM of the week questions. All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Damsels in the DMs. Until next time. It's going down the DMs. Bye. DMs, DMs. We don't need them. We just leave them. Please. Yeah. It's going down in the DMs. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.